welcome to Downtime with John and Emily, the how-to podcast by siblings who don't know anything. I'm your co-host. And I'm Emily John. Downey. Why would you... Now, why would you do that? First off, let me <laughs> let me give a little, little inside baseball. Emily usually starts the recordings by doing a, a countdown that's just one, two, three, go. And sometimes it's very, very fast, but there's still like a cadence to it. And so I can still hit record generally at the right time where it's not a pain in the ass. Today, she decided to go with the, the old SpongeBob and a one and a two and a skiddly dilly do. And I have no fucking idea when after that am i am i do we go on do do we you go, go on do you know no, you know deep no, in your soul sorry you know no i don't know i didn't i went after do well, did you and like i went uh, well, i went you're after supposed to go do. On do i went immediately after do which means so meaning it's not in any sort of rhythm established by what you were saying i was taken aback to say the least well you're gonna have to stay on your toes you know because that's just the way things go. I'm feeling a little spicy today. I feel extra, extra spicy. And I felt like we, we should shake things up. We haven't shaken things up in a while, except for how we live our life, which is basically a warm, shook up diet Dr. Pepper. But, you know. What a metaphor. That's how this podcast rolls. Yeah. That's how we'll always roll. It's been Disgusting in the car for two metaphors. weeks. Let's see how it goes. It's been rattling um, around back there. Yeah. I think the dog like, tried to chew it. on it. <laughs> It's today the day? Maybe so. Maybe so. You know? Maybe. I'm Emily Downey. Yeah. And <laughs> I also hate the way I say it. And I'm Emily Downey because every single time I realize that I can't say my name correctly. What do you mean like, you can't I don't, say your name correctly? I don't feel like I say my name right. Okay. I feel like I go too deep. Like I go, I vocal fry out every time I say my name. And I don't know, really? I mean, I know how to fix it. Yeah. But, like, I just don't like the way I say it, but it's also established the way I say it now, so... You say it with a sense of finality, which is maybe not great considering we're starting... Whoa, I knocked something over. Considering we are starting a recording of a podcast, right? Yeah. I, I feel like you can take a different approach to it and go, like, and, and, and I'm, I'm Emily, Emily Downey. Downey. And yeah, I'm Emily Downey? Like a question. And then... Like a question? That, and then it's that like opening the, the door? Exactly. It leaves the listener kind of like on edge, like, oh, is this going to resolve? This this question, yeah. this, this the ultimate is query. Never. Never. So I went to the dentist today, as Great. I do. I talk about going to the dentist a lot because turns out I go to the dentist a lot. I'd, I'm probably being <laughs> scammed by them. They're just really nice. Um, no, I had to go back because they were running a deal on... Uh, uh, what are they called? Trays to whiten your teeth. Yeah. And I really want to get my teeth whitened. And so I had to come, I had to return to collect them. And then I realized that I am famous at the dentist. I'm dentist famous. You famous anywhere? Like, are you the best customer somewhere? Like someone's favorite fucking customer? Because that's me. And it's unfortunate that it's the dentist. Yeah, the but dentist it is, is a bad it, place. It, you yeah, want it? It's not you a bad be, place. No, it's not a bad it's place. A great it's place. just like it's a bad place to be the best customer at because it's very, very. You want to? It's expensive. You want to be the best the customer at like expensive. the dollar slice place at the at the at the corner. I you don't know? know, but what's better, getting a discount at the dollar slice place or getting a discount at the dentist because you're beloved. Discount at the dentist is great, except if you only get it because you've already spent thousands of dollars on dental work. <laughs> hey, you know, but if you still need more dental work, which we all do. That's true. Right? Then, like, no one's ever finished going to the dentist. There's no, like, all right, that's it. We did yeah. it. Mission accomplished. You're done with the dentist, oh. you know? Yeah, but speaking I of I did which, graduate. I did graduate, though. Sorry, didn't know they were giving out certificates. So I was on some sort of plan with my dentist because my teeth were bad, and my teeth are good now. <laughs> hey, not, did they give you a diploma? They didn't. They just told me I could come back in six months instead of four. <laughs> so. And then I came back four days later. So, yeah. you know, yeah, I got some uh, fluoride painted on my teeth. You know, I want to keep this rolling. And I uh, picked up my whitening trays for my my wedding. And I'm very excited about that. 
and everyone loves me there like literally like i walked out and people were like good luck on the wedding i was like thanks you too because half the girls there are engaged and i know this because i talk to people and i'm an engaging person so they tell me you know i know where one of the gals is from she's like from the same hometown as uh my fiance's mom so we talked about that you know we just had i had a lady like my cleaning took a long time and she's like sorry this is taking a long time i'm just having so much fun with you i'm like yeah i'm a fucking fun person (laughs) for some reason only the dentist realizes (laughs) because i don't have any fucking friends but i can hang with the dentist you know what i mean like all the dental hygienists and me were tight thick as thieves i'm like i want to work here this sounds great <laughs> everyone hates me at my job i'll go to dental <laughs> school i can become a dental yeah hygienist. dental school might be fucking worth it just to work here because it seems like a chill ass place <laughs> Do you guys get high? No? Oh. <laughs> you guys wanna go smoke a blunt right now? Yeah, you guys wanna you guys wanna huff some of this laughing gas right now? Oh my god. Some they nitrous. Got, they've Do some got nitrous it on deck. They've got nitrous. That's the thing. Maybe their brains are scrambled from nitrous and I'm just the person that I am and it's a good, it's a winning combination. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I I think I was famous at a dentist's office at one point when in college when I'm sure I've said this on the podcast. In college when I had 12 cavities at one singular time. And they set that me up on a schedule. Up. Yeah, it was bad. They set me up on a schedule that was like Okay, you're going to come in every week on Tuesdays and we're going to fill a couple of these at a time. <laughs> and then once we're done, you can you can go. <laughs> but did you graduate? Did they give you a certificate? Like, we are done filling the holes in your teeth. Please don't make more. <laughs> no, I think it was a pretty unceremonious send-off. I think they were like, thank mm. God we're done with this kid. Thank God we got his many thousands of dollars for all this all this dentistry he had to have done. Are you sure that you didn't get stamped to this day? No, I'm do not. Do you think sometimes yeah. that they were just drilling holes in your teeth? Because they I, do that I sometimes. I think about it frequently. It was at a dentist's office in White Plains, New York. And if you were going to get scammed at any dentist's office, it's probably one in White Plains, New York. Well, uh, maybe you should look up the dentist's office. I should see if they're <laughs> like, still accredited or, like or whatever. Or go on Glassdoor or something and see <laughs> if any any uh, dental hygienist is like spilling the tea, you know? <laughs> like, I'm oh, seriously, what was it called? You could just whisper it to me. Book. We drilled random holes in people's teeth all the time we did it all the time we made we made ourselves filthy rich off of just unsuspecting college students i smell a class action lawsuit and that's one of my primary sources of income at this point so (laughs) is horrifying i i am though very glad that you had a, a a good i guess customer service experience today because I had a very different customer service experience today where I just got completely dominated by my barber. Oh, no. This he guy, walked all over you. He did it. And I, I made an appointment, right? I made an appointment for two o'clock. And did you print out a picture of a celebrity and say, make me look like this? I printed off a, uh, a picture of Tom Hardy. And I said, make me look like this, please. Uh, and then he ripped it up and said, you'll never, you'll never be like Venom, the Venom. So stop dreaming. Um, stop dreaming. He cut my Welcome hair. Welcome to Earth. And I, this man has cut my hair. Every He's done every haircut I've gotten this calendar year, including sure. the one for my wedding, like the haircut I got for my wedding. And he was super cool about it, too. He's like, OK, you're getting your haircut a little bit early. I did it like a week before the wedding because I didn't want to do it like uh-huh. the day of or the day before. Day of wouldn't have happened. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Day yeah, be- yeah. Like you don't want to get too close just in case something happens and you need to fix it or whatever. Sure. Right? So I went the week before. He was like, okay, well, I'm also touching up your beard, right? And we're like, so he hooked me up. He said, okay, you're paying for this right now, but come in a day before, maybe two days before at most, and I'll just I'll do- give you a touch up for free. And it was awesome. And I did that. I went a day before the I wedding. I do know that barbers tend to give touch ups for free. Yeah. Like wh- Taylor gets rad. free touch ups. That's, I, and I love that. I didn't know that that was a thing, but I don't really care either. Like they don't, he didn't have to do that, even if it's a standard thing, right? Mm-hmm. But I and like I've gone to him several times since and unless he does have to do that and he just is pretending that it's special <laughs> for you, which I used to do as a server literally all the In time. Which like case, that was like I mean, my go to good fucking job. Good acting. I also commend that. Yeah, I 
I have never, in my, all of my time going to him, have not gotten my beard trimmed from him. He has always yeah. touched up my beard, like shave, like giving me a clean shave on my cheeks and on the my cheekies. neck, and yeah, yeah, trimmed yeah. up the shape of it. He's never not done that. He's all every single time I've seen him, he touches up my beard as well as give me a haircut. Today, I sit down. We're we're getting into our nice usual banter. Like, does this look good? Yeah, sure. You know all that banter. <laughs> sure. Yeah, the banter. I, I do know that Taylor uh, so I actually joined him at one of his barber appointments because he loves his barber, yeah. but he is an introvert and gets tired like halfway through. <laughs> so he brought talking. you in as a, a conversation proxy? Yeah, I brought in coffees and I was like, is that boys? <laughs> like, what's going on? What are we doing? That's an incredible introvert pro strat yeah like i talked to his barber while he got his haircut and he was like this is the happiest i've ever been this is amazing <laughs> this man cuts my hair it was the fastest haircut i've ever received very little kibitzing he knew what i wanted and then all of a sudden he uses the blow dryer he gets all the hair off of the thing he pops open the thing pulls it off and said you're good to go man and i was just so taken aback I was like, yeah. I was just like, uh, what do you do? What uh, do you do now? You, uh, oh, oh, okay. And then I left. Maybe he was distracted. Maybe he had something on his mind. This man had another. Did you another, tip him? Uh, oh shit! I actually haven't tipped him yet. He, I tip him through Venmo. Oh my god. Though. He, he, he oh, only okay. takes tips through Venmo, so I'll, I'll get him back. But nice. the, I was just so like dominated in that moment. He was. He just said it was such a firm hand. Like, you're done. Goodbye. We're done here. And he shook my hand and said, what do you think we'll you see did? you next time, brother. I have no idea. I don't know. You did something. Did you fart? Did you fart while you were in there? Uh, I mean, here's You're the thing. lad. It's gotten to the point in my household where sometimes my wife asks me if I farted, and I literally don't know if the answer is yes or no. I So wow. it's possible. You got to do Kegels. Or I, do I have exercise. to? I don't, know if, I don't know if the farts are just escaping. I, it seems like the farts, or maybe I'm just too comfortable in my in my life in general <laughs> that I'm just the Sounds worst like to it. be next to on a train. I don't know. I don't know. We talk about farts a lot, so I'm just trying to steer away. But I think you did something. Like you stiffed him last time, or you didn't. You didn't tip him when he when he. Maybe you didn't invite him to the wedding, and he's all mad. You well, know. I definitely didn't invite him to the wedding. But I met the man like three months before the wedding. That's not an excuse. It's kind of an excuse. <laughs> I did uh, get really close to a friend of mine who's still a very close friend, like too close to her wedding and didn't score an invite. And we're like very, very close friends now. <laughs> nice. That's like, well, she's like, man, I wish you could have been there. Like in hindsight, I'm like, yeah, in hindsight. Wouldn't it have been nice? That's the thing, man. And it turns out no one came. No one even showed up to her wedding. And she didn't throw you a last minute inv? Well, why would you do that? You know? I did At that to point, a bunch of people. It, last minute, the weekend of our wedding, we what? had like four or five people drop because they pulled positive COVID tests. And we told people like, oh. obviously vaccinated, boosted, negative COVID test. And so a bunch of people were like, shit, we can't go. I'm so sorry. Uh, and then we sent out a bunch of texts to people, like one of my old coworkers, our neighbors who are really cool, a, a, like a bunch of different people, like, hey, if you're not doing anything this weekend, and everybody was doing something this weekend. Somebody who had asked for a plus one pr previously, uh, who lives near us, so it would have been convenient for uh -huh. them to bring them. They they were just like, okay, cool, I can bring my plus one now. But that was that's the only thing we were able to do last minute to fill these seats and and get the food that was already paid for into All a right, mouth. Super last minute because like last month normally it's like thirty days, right? You give your final count. I think ours was later than that. I don't know. I don't remember. Well, yeah, ours is that's not gonna happen. I'm like if people like rsvp no there's no one else who's getting an invite like there's no way i'm counting no. i'm counting on people not coming please i love you <laughs> there are so many people i think i don't know if i talked about it on the on the podcast but there were so many people that were like oh my god i wouldn't miss it for the world and i'm like you can miss it for the world it's you okay can, you're, you're really allowed to though don't worry about it i'll forgive you i promise <laughs> i promise i'll forgive you you're just saving me money at this point like i love you so much i love everyone in my life and like 
obviously looking back it's going to be so great that all the people who say they wouldn't miss it for the world were there but also i'm i'm gonna be so poor i'm gonna be so poor (laughs) but it's gonna be a great day oh it'll be a great day the day will be fantastic it's gonna be rad you're you're going you're gonna have a great day with all of your too many guests and your your newly your newly betrothed husband your newly minted husband and you're gonna sign i was like i hope he's not newly betrothed that would be like really problematic (laughs) if he's just like yeah i just got married today and then he turns around and sees the next person and is just like yep i'm engaged again you're gonna sign a sheet of paper ditch this one that says yes i agree to give this person half of my money if something bad happens uh Mm -hmm. and then hopefully I think you're supposed to do this pretty early. Hopefully not too much later. You will look into a different sheet of paper that deals with all of your stuff for after you die. This is a will. Yep. Yep. That's what that is. And And that's if you're like, I don't know if I trust this person I'm married to. I don't know (laughs) if we're going to be married forever. Or I think they're going to die before me. So what do we do now? I don't know if that's a will. I think that's a prenup, isn't it? Well, they're, yeah, prenups. Is it both? We're considering one just to like manage our debt in case anything happens. Yeah. Yeah. Which is interesting. Yeah. It's It's interesting to, if you have a lot of debt, then like a prenup is worth looking into, even if. Like, even if you don't get divorced, you can use it somehow. I don't know. I'm still looking into it. All right. Uh, But yeah, uh, the will thing is interesting because, like, if you die and you're married to someone, then, like, everything would just go to your spouse. So having a will that supersedes the marriage, do you think it's kind of like a slap in the face a little bit? No, no, because you never know what's going to happen, you know? And like sometimes you don't want people to be saddled with all your garbage. That's true. Like not the people you love. Like what if you willed all your garbage to like the city or something? Like you have to deal with this now, (laughs) you know? This is sort of a burden. I wonder if you're allowed to do that. Does stuff like... Things that don't have any actual value, are you allowed to put that in your will? Uh, yeah, I think they do. They do an inventory of all your stuff when you die, of anything that could potentially have like any value, and then they like add it to an inventory sheet, and then they add it okay. all up, like okay. what it would cost. Right. So I've seen like cars and stuff that were valued at like fifty dollars. They're like, yeah, there's a shit old car in the back. <laughs> and they're like, yeah, this is worth I don't know fifty dollars, and so your estate is worth like X metal. amount. Yeah, like whatever. Like they'll like they'll value your your belongings, which presumably you liked at one point and treasured, and it all comes down to like a, a pretty shockingly low number at the end of the day. So like, here, well, it's all used. So here's what I'm thinking. Yeah, dead person touched it. They're, like, <laughs> they're, no, it's haunted. It's clearly haunted. <laughs> it's haunted now. No yeah. one, it, the, whoever is in charge of doing this task is going to go into your house. And they're going to start valuing things. And they're yeah. they're definitely not. Uh, they, you do this while you're alive, right? Like you you bring a person to who writes your will and you like you tell them. I'm assuming that's how this works. You just write your. I'm going to I'm for the sake of a story. I'm going to assume that's how it works. OK, you bring I'm gonna in a person. You, I'm going to let you do it. Great. If you say something that really needs correcting, I'll talk about it later. Maybe Spectacular. it's fun. <laughs> OK, you bring in your the person. They're going to start taking inventory of the things that you're like you're pointing out just to stick it to people just to have it on the inventory point at all of your trash cans and say that is a very valuable sculpture <laughs> yeah here's the thing that though. is a piece have of you art tried to buy that have I'm you tried to buy a trash can lately no trash cans are fucking expensive <laughs> i have two trash cans on my registry and i'm thinking of adding more oh my god because trash cans are shockingly expensive i don't think like, they well okay here's the thing the one trash can i saw on your registry was like a super fancy automatic lift well why the fuck not they're Wait, all at be, least 80 dollars no that's not true i've definitely bought trash cans for 15 dollars. no you didn't have you ever been to Ikea? i must say no fucking look up a goddamn trash can right now john i i dare you i'm gonna find a trash can that you would like to buy okay that you think would be useful for less than 40 dollars i guarantee it's gonna be the black plastic rubbermaid and that is 40 fucking dollars uh a tall kitchen 
needs to be at at least nine gallons. All right, at thirteen least... is preferable because that's really the size you need. Okay. Hellbar bin with lid, light gray, nine gallon, IKEA, seventeen dollars. Okay, is it made of plastic and does it look like it looks? Like it should go in the garbage. No, it looks good. Trash cans, trash cans is expensive. You, All right. I I don't disagree with you. All I'm saying is you need to embrace the IKEA way of life. <laughs> There's a lot I, of cheap trash cans in here. My whole kitchen is IKEA. Literally, uh, my whole good, kitchen no, is IKEA. I, I did, did know I, that. I did embrace <laughs> IKEA a lot. Like, I, maybe you're maybe you're IKEA'd out. I'm a bit IKEA'd out, especially since the nearest IKEA is two hours away, or we have another one that's two hours away. So. Uh, <laughs> well, the next time you go north to go to IKEA, let us know because we we'll always make the hour drive to go down to IKEA. Oh, that one's. Sometimes we go to the one in Virginia Beach. Because the one in Nova is so horrible. There's so many people in it. There's a lot There's of like people lines. in it. There's like lines. At one point, you had to like get a ticket to go in. Like You had to buy a time slot to yes. get into the Ikea. During, yeah, early pandemic. Like, yeah. It was, it was so we were trying thing. to buy cabinets and yeah, it was like, oh, it's very, it was very stressful. It was the most people I'd seen for a year and a half. And I was like, this is too much. Here's the thing though. For Emily. With, during the pandemic with that system in Ikea specifically, kind of fucking great. I felt the same way about that Ikea trip as I did with all of my trips to Trader Joe's at that time, which is like, I kind of wish they would keep this forever because you end up you want to sign up for a time slot I will, to go places sure yeah why not like a museum yeah like as if the grocery store were a museum here's the thing with ikea specifically it's already an hour away i have to schedule that out anyway so yeah absolutely mm -hmm. give me a time slot and make sure that i'm only in there with like five other people spectacular that's awesome <laughs> my own personal I ikea playground yeah, then I get all the meatballs and no one else gets no any. No <laughs> one else gets any meatballs or pancakes. Have you ever been there in the morning? I've never eaten at an Ikea. <laughs> Yo, people talk about the meatballs being great. You can get an entire breakfast, like a pretty big fucking breakfast, for like $2 at the Ikea. It's amazing. And it's not a bad breakfast <laughs> So you breakfast drive an either. hour for Ikea breakfast? It's worth the gas. <laughs> Oh my god, dude. Like that's, for the deals. that's wild to me. That's wild to me right now. Driving to fucking ridiculous. Uh, that's just nonsense to me. But yeah, no. I mean, you are wrong. You are wrong about how oh, okay. estates go. I'm so sorry to tell you. You write a piece of paper. Yeah. That's like your will and then sometimes you if you, you get an attorney and they they tell you how to do it right. But like if you write on a piece of paper your will and they find it after you die, like that gets entered in. And I've seen those bad boys. First of all, people's handwriting is atrocious. I will tell you that. <laughs> At least type and it a up. Lot Have of people, the decency to type it up. Yeah. For the most part, like no one cares about your garbage. Like there's so many that are like, and my grandmother's armoire that my sister loved so much goes to not my sister, and you know why. Fuck you, and it's Susie. like there's some, there's some stuff like that, which is like I saw one because I see a lot of wills at work. My favorite I saw, and there's like better ones out there that are yeah. very good, but um, my favorite was, and I am intentionally leaving out my daughter because I have provided enough for her uh, throughout her life, oh, and she knows why. And also, there's stuff that I was God. like, whoa. Most of the time, they just say, my real estate goes to this person, my personal property, which is all your stuff, goes to this person, or it's just added to the estate, and they don't even bother you're like listing out things yeah. like you would think they would most of the time they're just like sometimes if they own multiple properties they'll be this property this property this property for the most part they're just like my property goes to this person my personal property goes to this person and i'm out yeah that's bye. it you know what i mean i'm, like, done, ri I'm done writing this now <laughs> yeah yeah because that's like a typical layout but sometimes they go off the rails and you're like fucking go off i love this one time <laughs> i saw a lady's will where she gave five thousand dollars to i swear to god every person she knew and i'm like why did i not know this lady <laughs> 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 i missed out you know 
she was rad it sounds like i looked up her obituary and like got like i looked into her because her house was really cool <laughs> i was like shit this so, is rad so wait if we write something like even remotely legit today during this recording for oh. for this episode which we have not explicitly laid out this is how to write a will uh yeah. so if we write something resembling a will in in recording oh, no. i'm going off i'm going off i i don't care about the you know the the proper way to make no, no, a no, will no, no, no. Like, you're not I, you're, you're not you interrupted me first of all oh i'm sorry i'm sorry if we do that and we die tomorrow or the day after this goes live or else no one will find it will like even if we're kind of joking about it will it be taken seriously like is is that anything akin to finding like a scrap of paper that somebody like left in their wallet that's interesting i don't know i've i've only seen like the written ones. I don't know if this would be like admissible. <laughs> uh, we'd have to physically write it down, I think. But like, yeah, okay, I good. Mean, At least that we can be off the rails then. <laughs> there's a recording about it. I, you're married. Like, there's no yeah, way. I feel yeah. like we just disclaim. Like, now I'm nervous. I'm like, shit. What if? What happens? I don't know. Like, I'm not a fucking lawyer. I just, I just read the the paragraph. We both. Well, oh, actually, I. Here's the thing. Here's the thing. If I die, I know for a fact that my house is not going through will through anything. Whatever. Right. I know that because I took care of that already. Something else is happening with my house. Where <laughs> even if I get married to someone else who's not Taylor, or if I make a will or whatever that says all of my property goes to John. Uh, my house still goes to Taylor. Like I made it that way. So, yeah. um, Taylor is a lucky, lucky boy, but he nailed me. Oh wait, excuse me. Holy shit! <laughs> I meant like I didn't mean nailed me. I meant like uh, <laughs> my brain stopped working. <laughs> I mean nailed yeah, we, me. Uh, I no, mean we, fuck. I mean fuck me. I mean wait. <laughs> I the pin be down. Wait, <laughs> I don't know what. <laughs> Late, laid, me, laid me out it's big style I, wait fuck <laughs> i think we're covered because i think we're in the clear because of our opener and i think that's the worst part about you interrupting me during the opener is that i didn't get to say that it's the how-to podcast by siblings who don't know anything i think the fact that we have stated that we don't know anything negates the classic uh, I declare this to be my last will and testament. Uh, being of sound mind, I think it it negates the sound well, mind true. part. That's right? True. We we Everyone state explicitly at the beginning of this show every week that we are not of sound mind. <laughs> oh, sound enough, you yeah. know. Uh, I did just say that my brain was broken, so like maybe <laughs> that covers us. I don't know. Uh, what are you getting rid of? I always think about my pets. I always think about Oscarino and Tuggy and well, Nori. Yeah, of course. N- Nori is a is a tailor. She's got his last name at the vet. <laughs> what what's Henry's last name at the vet? Henry's last is name it is it yours? Downey. Henry is a downy yeah. uh, through and through. Oscar got changed from I was mad about this. Oscar because he's on Taylor's health insurance now is an uh, is not a downy anymore. It's that simple like, to change your name as a, as a pet? Oscar's, I don't think it matters. I just think it's like whoever's there more at the vet and Taylor <laughs> happens to be at the vet. But like, yeah, for- It's whoever's the for, better parent, Since they're really. on, they're through um, Taylor's health insurance. Like they're on his health insurance, <laughs> which is wild. Wait, why are they his, on it and Tugboat is not? Not his health insurance, but like all of them are on his insurance, like through his work, they offer pet insurance. And so he signed all of them up for pet insurance through his work. And so they're all Taylor's last name now. Like that's that's who they are. And it really bothers me because Tugboat was a Downey, too. Yeah. You know, I think Nori's the only one who ever wasn't a Downey. Um, 
but she's like got her own name situation going on because she's like a purebred and AKC like weirdly cares what your pet's like name is like on AKC you can't what register a name that's been registered before which is why they all what have the such fuck? crazy names oh that so makes you can sense. like call them you can call them whatever you want but like their name needs to be like an actor's name it needs to be like unregistered before yeah. you know what i it's mean it's like a sag so, name, like a screen uh like a yeah the screen actors guild names yeah so nori got nori she's the only nori it's a great name for a dog and i don't i don't i've never heard yeah. it before yeah i mean like we thought it was nice she's black and seaweed is black and yeah. you know or she's she's water dog we thought it would be good but yeah but we do call her by her full christian name uh when she when she does bad things well yeah. um which is nori uh noretta elizabeth pants <laughs> is her full name um because we call her nori pants and so her full name is noretta elizabeth pants we call her nori pants so she got a full she got a full name but elizabeth is her mother's name which i thought and that's her mom's name i know i'm like into the dog the dog's name whatever her mom's name is like queen for a day but her owner calls her elizabeth like elizabeth is not her registered name elizabeth is a name this woman named her dog elizabeth this this kind of thing fascinates me, and it's something we jumped into during the the outlock, the the weird nuzlocke that Jorge and I are doing on our Twitch channel. Uh, yeah, we have actually we came up with this brilliant idea because this might be way too big of a tangent, so I might cut this from the final of this episode. This is a huge tangent. But yeah, we're we're doing a nuzlocke that basically instead of catching one Pokemon from each area like a normal nuzlocke, you roll a d6 and the d6 determines how many Pokemon you're allowed to catch from each area. The catch oh, that sounds fun, which turns into you catching a lot more Pokemon than a in a normal nuzlocke, but the catch is you're not allowed to just use any pokemon you catch when you catch a group of pokemon from one single route those pokemon are in a posse together and they may never be separated mm. so if one of them is in your party they all have to be in your party if one of them is in the box so if you rolled a one if you rolled a one you catch one pokemon and the the issue with rolling a one is the second part of the rule whereas like yes they all have to stay together but also if you start a, a battle with one of the Pokemon from that posse. Only, it's the only one you can use. Only Pokemon from that posse are allowed to battle until the entire posse dies and then you can move on to other posses. Because you can have and a party of six. And then you have to release six. them, right? Then you have to, if they ever faint, they do have to be released. Like, like regular Nuzlocke stuff. And the there. whole posse has to go when one dies? So, if one, no, no, no. Like, they can die, however, and just the posse gets smaller, but Oh, okay. If you if you go into a battle with the wrong lead, like you can have you can have six Pokemon in your party, right? So ostensibly you can have two posses of, of three, you can have three posses of two in your party. I get so Yeah, I get how math works. If you start a battle in a bad situation with a posse that's like really a really bad matchup, you can't just switch to a better posse. You have to let those two Pokemon die or whoever many are in the posse. You have to sacrifice you, them. You have to let them die in order to switch. So having those posses of one is a real big problem. But in any case, we've we've discovered these things. We've uh, because we've had to come up with like theme names for all of these posses that we've been collecting mm -hmm. in the Outlock. And one of them, we had this brilliant idea because there's one area where you can get Eevee. And because of the dupes clause, like if you encounter a Pokemon you've already caught, you can't catch it anymore. Uh, that's yeah. dupes clause and Nuzlocke. We were able to encounter Route to make it so there was only two possible Pokemon that we could catch uh, from that area with dupes claws and then there was another hack not a hack it was like a strategy that we could use perfectly allowed by the the regular base pokemon game uh to make it so we would only encounter eevees and so we rolled a die and we rolled a six and so we were gonna uh, capture six eevee so that way we could yeah. have like a bunch of different pokemon of the same types because the problem but with what this about run, dupes claws so because you could only at the beginning of the run we decided that dupes clause was in place between routes but not within them okay so okay. you can have one posse with like six evs or whatever but you can't have evs within like throughout your okay. thing um but right, we it. thought that was a very so clever you can only idea. get evie when it when it's in a posse with five other evs 
Uh, we made it that way because Eevee can evolve into a bunch of different types. Yeah. And so we would have one posse that was like, this is actually a, a potential uh, option for like the Elite Four when we get to the end of the game. Because the rest of them, the rest of our posses are all like, this is from a forest, so they're all bug and grass types. And this is all from the desert, so they're all ground types, right? Just like that's yeah. generally how, how that split goes. So it's, it's definitely going to be our most diverse posse um and so we had this idea but it, it the reason i started talking about this was because we wanted we've been finding these like fun names and one of them was the the roller derby junkers we knew that there would be a, a really fun list of like roller derby names so we have that, that yeah that's one of our posse. i came up with an, a roller derby name for myself actually it was come up with me by a friend um because i was called the uh what was it? The the pickle queen or the the vinegar queen? <laughs> My friend called me the vinegar queen what because a I I clean because I clean with vinegar. Uh, but also I love pickles and olives, so I'm like shit. That's a really good roller derby name. I could just put pickle patches on everything, and then I would like <laughs> look like a badass and like. My colors would obviously be black and green, and yep. I would look amazing, and yep. I'd be the vinegar queen, and that's uh, awesome. Just covered in patches of olives and and uh, salt and vinegar chips, which I uh, crush whenever they're in front of me, and pickles and all sorts of good stuff. So that's my that's my roller derby name. That's awesome. So yeah, we have yeah. we have that posse that's got a bunch of fun names in it. That, but then we also have the Eevee posse, which is the 2022 Outlaws Network annual dog show. And so oh all of them, we found a list of like the best dog show names and we, we gave them a bunch of very cool names. Uh, it wasn't going to be like the, the, the outlaws network dogs, the no, dogs of no. the outlaws network. No, we weren't just, we should do like a post pets. or something like the pets of the outlaws network. That would it's be really marketing. fun. People, people love animals. They people do. love, and I've got three, so I can really fill out that roster. <laughs> <laughs> you got a bunch of fish too. Got, I got more if you count the fish. We're down a few uh, shrimp. I can't really tell how many because they move too fast to count. But <laughs> Anyway, that tangent was way longer than uh, it was worth. So sorry about that. I enjoyed it. I am not going to take up too much of your time. Do yourself a favor right now. Put this on a speaker, a, a nice loud one. Put that shit full blast because what you're about to hear is better by Fake Pockets. Fake Pockets are a kick-ass band from Asbury Park, New Jersey. Their debut EP, Magnolia Street, is out right now. Go to the link in the description. You can listen to the entire thing, which you're going to want to do after you listen to Better. Just get ready to jump up and down and dance because that's all I wanted to do while I was listening to this. And I couldn't because I was sitting at my desk doing other work. And I, I let me live vicariously through you. Dance your heart out to this song. Please enjoy Better by Fake Pockets.
how are you writing your will? What are you starting with? You're I starting mean, with your pets. Well, I'm starting with my pets. Uh, they go to Taylor. And if they don't go to Taylor, uh, do you want them? Uh, I was going to give Kit my cat. Um, I, but yeah, the, right. I do you want to be the godfather of my pets? I, I feel like, look, Kit doesn't get a lot of attention, right? from from wow right like you're saying no to my beautiful animals i just feel like kit would like them he loves them of course we all do and i think it would be nice to give them to him all three of them really all three of them yeah you just want me to he's already coping with my untimely death and now which is hard he which gets is really hard three and you you would quite fluffy animals what is the best thing when you're coping is a big old snuggle pile with two puppies and a kitty cat that's true that they do all tend to move together throughout <laughs> the house and they do all have to be on top of you wherever you are it's sort of a sort of their thing they yeah. move as a unit and see um, like we we have our our grieving pile here which would consist of myself my wife and my dog henry and that's that's a Mm -hmm. i think you can have four in a in a grieving pile when one of them is a cat or one of them is maybe a small dog but i think more than three would be difficult and and even and more difficult given the circumstances that being yeah, your my death. death. Yeah, right. My death. I mean, on, like, if I die without Taylor, then Taylor's gonna get them, right? But if we yeah. die together in a, like a plane crash or something, yeah, then, uh, yeah, we're gonna have to think who who gets them, because mom and dad they got too many animals as yeah, it is. They're, they're not they don't gonna want those. Like, and no one's allowed to put my. This is real. <laughs> Do the record scratch. This is real. This is a real bequest. <laughs> this is Emily of Soundbite. No one. No one is allowed to put my fucking animals in a goddamn shelter. I will haunt you for the rest of your days. Yeah. I'll haunt you. You're getting haunted. All of your offspring are getting haunted. Yeah. I I got nothing better to do than sit around and fucking haunt you. If you put my cat in a shelter, I will will find you. I'll find you and I'll haunt the shit out of you, just like Moaning Myrtle did to her to her school age bully. In Harry Potter, which yeah. I thought was a really badass move. Did you know that? That that did you read the book? I know you were reading them at one I point. D- I, yeah, in college I read one through four, and then five. Yeah, uh, which I remembered five being a major bummer, and it's still a major bummer. And so oh, I stopped reading the fifth it. one's my favorite. Yeah. Everyone hates on the fifth book. Anyways, I don't know if you knew this. I've talked but about it on the podcast it's before. Super, it's super in vogue to gush over Harry Potter nowadays. <laughs> It's super cool. People love it. I feel like we could do a similar thing with our wills. Like, I feel like it could be a real, like, who do you want to stick it to? You know? J.K. Rowling. (laughs) Yeah, J.K. Rowling can suck it for sure. I mean, maybe just say in your will, like, use the extra text space to just tell all the people that you think should suck it, like, you know, to suck it. Like, Ted Cruz can fucking suck it. That'd be pretty rad, actually. I'm sure I'm the person like, yeah. like in the movies you always see people in like a little a little office all everybody crammed in together everyone expecting to receive something from the will and then there's that one person who's it's appointed like, no. to just read it out to them. I think yeah. that one person standing there just ragging on a bunch of people the transphobes yeah. bigots, bigots actually, all these all Actually this, this is just a, a bar napkin. This is just a bar napkin with Ted Cruz can suck it. That's all she I'm sorry no that one else got anything. Yeah. It's just the Ted rest Cruz of can it suck it and that's reclaimed it. claimed by the state actually. The state of Texas yep. funnily enough. Yep. <laughs> Weirdly. <laughs> just a whole bunch of abacuses she just collected them and she gave them to the state of texas Anyways. i i'm i i think you guys get my computer because good uh, god do you oh. need a new fucking computer we need a new computer so badly and all. like mine's like, not new mine's two years old now but it's better than the bullshit that you guys are working with Look, computers are expensive and weddings are expensive and houses <laughs> are expensive and dogs are expensive. So I don't know what to tell you because yeah. I don't make enough money. 
Like, if we make more money, like, if people want to, like, give to a Kofi and something like that, like, if every listener gives $5 for Emily to get a new computer, I'll get one tomorrow. Like, I'm ready. We I'm ready, have. but we had to do our finances, and we weren't in a good position, in a good enough position to, you know, warrant or to be able to validate that purchase. So, you know, it's sort of a bummer. We're stuck with the uh, the dinosaur still. What but if we used get there. our will to just boost our podcast? <laughs> I mean, that would be hilarious. <laughs> to make it uh, a posthumous a success. <laughs> I mean, that's what we basically did with your wedding. Like, your wedding was just one big plug of downtime. I did not realize it was going to be. What do you mean? What? Actually, it was like it was like a meet the podcaster event. Like, for me, everyone was like, I oh, guess. it's Emily from Downtime with John and Emily. I'm like, I guess. Like, <laughs> also bridesmaid. And they were like, but they, like your photographer took pictures of just you and me because we have a yeah. podcast together. We did get some bonus like, podcast shots. That was we very got nice. Some, some podcast shots. I didn't like the way I looked in them, though. So those will never be seen by the light of day. <laughs> okay. I saved one for myself. Um, we'll do it. We got another go around soon enough. But. Yeah, I mean it's it's cute, right? Like people people were into it, and I realized that more people listen to this than either more pe- people are willing to say they listen to this than than they do because you and I have both seen those analytics, you know. So, how would we work podcast plugging into our will? See, that's the t- that's a difficult thing because you know to get people like who's going to show up to the reading of your will, like. Only if that person were named, right, would they show up to the reading. All, and I've never been to one of those of you, no. All of my liquid assets at the time of my death needs to go into buying a billboard on I-95 yep. Yep. for however That's long true. it'll buy me. You could do that. You could definitely do that. Or I like, th- Yeah, just like instruct you know, your executor in your will to put the proceeds not towards a funeral and a headstone. So that means, you know, the people who want to bury you, they're dealt with, they're, they're left with that shit. All the proceeds from your estate go into the billboard on I-95. Yep. Please, God, let it replace one of the south of the border ones. That would be my other one. Those can't be Let's expensive. Be like, Come on. The south of the border billboards? Yeah, I don't know what the hell they're paying for them, but can south someone border, please take them away? Their from billboard the south budget of the border people? is bigger than any other budget. The, Dude, the, south I of the guarantee border they're putting more money into it. billboards than any of their attractions. <laughs> I mean, yeah, guaranteed. Like not having I've seen people with south of the border bumper stickers. Like so like confirmed people have been there, but like what i kind of think they went in got a a bumper sticker and then left i mean why would you go there you know uh the based on the based on the state of the 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 billboards alone you know yeah they're not looking great they i don't think they ever really did look great um, no, this might be a very niche conversation that I don't know many don't know. people are familiar with. I feel like with. we've got a pretty East Coast podcast. That's you know, true. there's okay for anyone who if doesn't know about South of the Border. It, look up South of the Border. Uh, and hopefully yeah, you get dis- the right a, thing. I don't know. It's a fucked up disaster. Anyways, uh, I th- either that yeah, or hopefully so we, we replace really one of those random fucking Bible quotes. Who's paying for these? There's random ass billboards know. all over I 95 especially when you get into the south that's just bible quotes like yeah is this someone because most of the time they don't have like a church or something in the bottom it's just a fucking yeah. bible quote who is paying for that yeah i don't I understand don't it's always a weird one too it's like an odd one to choose um there's yeah, some, look, no, there's some good some pull quotes from the bible i'm not i'm not gonna not say that there's some good shit in there but I, I don't I just don't understand. Like I'm not gonna go out of my way to put to spend hundreds of dollars on a billboard that has a line from my favorite book and nothing else. <laughs> I mean, I would definitely just put the block of text where Mo- Moaning Myrtle, uh, oh my you God, know, Emily. Uh, haunts Olive Hornby. You know what I mean? Like, sure. I don't know. I, I'm cry- I'm currently crying over a book. I'm reading uh, Song of Achilles right now. And if you want a, a, an extremely gay novel to read and cry about, read Song of Achilles. It's very well written. It's beautiful prose. And it's extremely gay. So uh, that's that's my book plug of the week. Yeah, let's boost um, that author and not more J.K. Rowling. 
it's Madeline something. She's very famous. She's doing very well. Um, so I don't need to know who she is. Um, what? So we, I've got my, yeah, Henry goes to Samantha. Uh, and if not Samantha, who gets Henry? I th- also Kit. Kit's just going to be living have, in a zoo. This is assuming all <laughs> you, me, Samantha, and Taylor all bite the dust. <laughs> Wait, so we are Henry's godparents? That's not true. No, no, I know no. who I'm saying, I know who it is. I'm saying that if if Kit is getting for Kit to get all of our animals between your family unit and mine, all of us would have to die. And Samantha's brother would also have to die. No. I think no. Ben would not want to keep Henry forever. You're definitely top of the list if you would want to be. Because oh, yeah. you're Absolutely. the you're the best setup. You're the only one we know with a backyard. What are you talking yeah. about? We've got a radical setup. Yeah. Absolutely, I he do. He loves it at your house. Yeah, it's, it's fucking great here. If you're a dog, it's awesome here. <laughs> I guess he could go to Sam's parents. That would be a conversation. We'll see. Mm, we'll talk see, about it. See, that's the thing with me. It never has to be a conversation. It's easy over here, you know? <laughs> easy like Sunday morning. It's so good that's, stuff. that's Henry. All of my... All of my liquid assets go to a billboard on I-95 plugging this podcast uh, that will mm-hmm. never get new episodes, I guess. Unless you're still alive and you want to do it with maybe our other brother or somebody else. I, I feel like that would be... Like, I don't give a fuck. I'll be an dead. insult to your memory? Also, it's a lot of work that I don't want to do, so... Wow. Yeah. My computer goes to you. That's nice. So I can produce a new podcast about grief. <laughs> <laughs> if you that that's really how you honor my memory is by creating an entire new podcast that's just about getting over using your death yeah absolutely fucking use it milk my death for all it's worth milk my death for all the fucking clout you possibly can that's that's my will right there get get fucking famous on the internet some I don't know how people die every day and people aren't getting famous every day, but no. use my death. Takes if you a can think of person. a way, I'm writing this in my will as the first line. Being of sound mind, I want my sister to get famous using my death. Full stop. Everyone be cool to her. Let's Everyone say it's be all cool. Good. It's fine. I wanted this. It's all on the up and up. We're all right. <laughs> you know. Uh no, I mean I have a couple of clauses like that with a couple people. Taylor and I also have that if I die before him, I told him then then he gets to write it. I've actually been very mad about him uh for this. It's one of those things you get mad at your significant other for, even though no one has done anything. It's entirely in your imagination. I've gotten mad at him <laughs> because he writes a very tragic novel about his grief and, and mourning. Uh after I die and then he gets famous and then he gets to live on and then potentially get a second wind of being a, a bachelor, you know, yeah. and being very potentially attractive option. Then he Either gets that or to he go just back gets to, to live that, that flame from high school that I'm sure he probably has. That's like, if you're, if we're not married by 50 or whatever, the fl- John, that was me, Emily true no it wouldn't be high school but it would be something like that and he would like you know go and you know herd sheep in scotland for a while you know with the stick and everything and he would look over the cliffs and he would he would gaze and he would sigh and then he would write for a year and drink whiskey and then and then he'd get famous and then he'd be at very fancy cocktail parties in new york city and people would say oh you know would you ever try again maybe if the right woman came along and i've gotten really mad at him for this and then, and then he <laughs> immediately after dropping that line him. immediately after dropping that line he pans over and locks pans. eyes <laughs> With someone across the party. Attractive and yet age appropriate, but not too age appropriate because we still have to think she's hot. Um, That's sad. (laughs) Yeah, it is sad. It's sad being someone's dead wife for for story. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. But that's the way I just I just have to, you know, die in order to advance the plot. And I know this. Wait, it's my job. So wait. So in your will. Taylor's not allowed to publish a book about his grief. <laughs> no, I mean, because I'm not saying he's not allowed to. Outcome. I'm just saying that I am. No, I'm mad about it, but I'm not going to keep him from it. You know what I mean? Like, I'm not. He's one of the people that you're going to flame in your will. Like, call Taylor out I'm specifically. Flame. If he wants to do this, he's allowed to, but I'm not going to be happy. 
<laughs> I'm not gonna forgive you. Like, no, I'm just like you're 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 never gonna move on. You're just gonna be sad forever, you know. And like sometimes I do that thing, you know. It's it's there's TikToks of it or whatever, but I do enjoy doing it when we're like having a nice moment. We're like hanging out in bed or whatever, and then I'll like go under the sheet and I'll be like, <laughs> you know, and just to, <laughs> just to make him feel like you know this is a moment worth recording in his memory for the future for when I've I've died remembering when he was once happy and in the simple moments when we were just giggling together you know and he looks back and goes I'll never be happy again yeah you're you're actively manufacturing happy moments specifically with the intention of him remembering the good times when you are gone what a dark way to go through life I, I know. I've planning. It's called it's called estate planning. All right. I'm, I guess. <laughs> that's, that's what this whole that's what this whole episode is about. I'm just telling you what I do, all right? You don't have to do it. No one else has to do it, but that's what I do. My house goes to Samantha because it's hers and I don't own it in any way, shape, or form. <laughs> you don't have it. <laughs> uh yeah. So you have a dog? Kind of. You have half a dog. Yeah, what the fuck do I even... What even belongs to me? Yeah, the computer I bought. Honestly. Everything... This entire desk, everything here, I own. That's it. That's what you have? Wow. It's times like these where you really look around you and take stock. (laughs) 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 But, um, shh. Also, uh, this good. this lovely piece of art that I think is probably last what time I checked. Uh, uh, so it's got some stuff in it, but uh, that's all. That's not all gonna part, lie. All part um, of the art piece. That trash can. That trash can is ugly. Uh, it's also a pain in the ass. I don't know why it's two pieces. I don't know why it needs to be two pieces. Uh, it's a little plastic. So you don't have to put a bag in it. Of, like a wire. A wire thing i don't want that don't give that to me but no this is a really beautiful piece of art i hate it that when so, i when i got so it was a lot of things when i got it appraised they said something to the tune of four hundred and fifty thousand dollars. that it's i'm trying to cast I'm around for just, some art for you just saying take. you whoever, can have that little pineapple lamp whoever i give this to in my will just know that this is an amazing piece of art and it's it's not in any way shape or form any side of sort of back backhanded comment on our relationship yeah well that's actually i mean there's something to be said for that uh you know there's a very famous will and it was william shakespeare's will and in it he famously willie's will yeah willie's will he bequeathed his second best bed to his wife which is odd because you'd think she would have gotten it anyways. And why the second best bed? And this is in a book by Bill Bryson. But apparently um, the reason that would have been is because in Shakespeare's, in Shakespeare's day, furniture was so prized that and beds especially were very prized. So they would keep a bed like in a prominent area of the house to like prove that like they would keep their nicest bed out so that people could see it. And so the second best bed would have likely been their marital bed, like where they slept together because they would not have been using their best bed for themselves. They would, so it's actually buy a, your best bed as a vanity item and not. Yeah. Yeah. You know, for when the Pope visits, it's like having the, you know, the couch covered in plastic. That's you know, why you get a bed. king bed. It's not for you. Yeah. It's for when the king it's not comes. For you. <laughs> yeah. It's for when the king shows up at your house. Well, William Shakespeare's house. I don't know. By the time he died, probably still no. But um, also, I believe that it, it was not a king anymore by the time William Shakespeare died. Anyways, but yeah, so that's like, it's a famous like bit in a will because people thought it was like a backhanded thing, like giving the second best bed to Anne Hathaway. And like, turns out it probably was like a sign of affection. But also, why did he give her a bed? Because property laws would have been like, it would have gone to her anyways, potentially. I don't really know. But that's just a famous will that I know about. A little bit of history for you. That, about the bard honestly, himself. Honestly, that was a great piece of history. And now I want to put that history. in my will. I want, I want my best, my best bed to be. I think, I think I want to be in my best bed instead of an open casket. Be buried in your bed. Yeah. Here's the thing. How comfy are caskets, really? 
They're padding and also doesn't matter. Yeah, I want to be super comfy and my wife's not getting my best bed. So why, what else, what's going to happen to my best bed? I'm going to be buried in it. Did you want to have any provisions in case you're not actually dead when, when we bury you? Uh, yeah, just give me one of those old school bells, like attach one of those bells yeah. on a string ding, to ding, my fingy. Ding, ding. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. I think we're pretty good at judging whether someone's dead now. We've gotten better at it, but there's no reason not yeah. to like cover your bases. You be know? absolutely sure. Yeah. I mean, I'm just going to be cremated and then they'll be pretty sure. <laughs> <laughs> we actually double tapped. We really made sure yeah. this one. <laughs> We're certain, like that was one. Didn't Rasputin? He stood up, you know, when he was being cremated. Fuck that. Rasputin. There were like a million ton of attempts on his life. He was shot and poisoned and thrown into a river, and he still lived. So they thought Rasputin was unki- unkillable. Yeah, he's magic man. When they finally like went to cremate him, they they cremated him because they wanted to make sure he was dead, and he sat up in the uh, cremation chamber, but only because if you don't, this is gross, sorry, if you don't <laughs> cut the tendons before you cremate people, they shrink and then they sit up uh, because the tendons shrink when exposed to, you know, fire. So That's fucking horrifying, the words you just said oh, to me. Sorry. <laughs> I did put a little, a little TW, just a quick one. Yeah, real, real quick one. <laughs> Just real quick, end of the episode, some horror for you. Uh, if you Classic. cremate someone without snipping the tendons, they will uh, move around and stuff. Look, the rest of the Outlaws Network is very horror-based, and we might as well yeah. tack on every We might as well while. dip our toes in, yeah, you know, while it. we can, while we're still while we're still kicking, you know, <laughs> dip our toes into some horror. Why not? While we're still alive. Wow, this would have been great in a couple weeks for a... Uh, uh, Halloween. <laughs> True. We did, no, to think we did a whole death episode before October. We did it before September. Look, here's the thing. Here's the thing. You could die at any time. That's true. Don't think, think just because note, you're in the dog days of summer, you're not going to bite it. Yeah. It I think happen. on that note, we can say that we, we really did it. I think you could die it. at any time. Write make a will. will. Do make a will. Do That's definitely a real make thing. a will. You really should do that. You've been putting it off, and I know you have. Make a will. Everyone does. No one wants to think about that shit, but you should do it, you know? Um, but yeah, so uh, thank you so much for listening. We have a couple of people to thank. I'd like to thank Ethan Gustafson. Besides the people who are listening. I'm, I'm, just, I'm just switching it all up today. I want to thank the listener for sitting through this. You're great and we love you. I also want to thank Ethan Gustafson for the use of his music as our intro and outro theme. You can find more work from Ethan at somepointsound.com or on social media at some point sound. Thank you so much to Natalie Spitzel for the use of her cover art. If you'd like to see more from Natalie, you can go to her website, nataliespitzel.com. That's Spitzel with a Z, uh, Z, if you're Canadian. It's a T-Z, um, yeah. Yeah, 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 Spitzel. Um, or you can go to her Instagram at nms underscore creative, which is... I guess easier to spell. True. Uh, check out the link tree in the description. That'll take you to uh, everything the Outlaws Network. We have a, an Outlaws Network Discord with specific channels for chatting about the individual shows as well as other fun stuff. We we play games together sometimes. We've got little voice chats in there to talk about stuff. It's a great time. Get on the dis- Discord. If you're not already, please follow us on Twitch, twitch.tv slash the Outlaws Network. Uh, both the Discord and the Twitch are in the link tree, but you can also find uh, links to all of the shows on the Outlaws Network, including our sister podcast podcast the bloody stream that is a horror movie review podcast they it's a really really funny podcast where they pick a new uh movie every week and they they watch it and they talk about it and there's a whole section at the beginning that's non-spoiler they just talk about vibes uh and and what they would rate the show with their own specific non-pretentious rating system that's based on emojis uh that's that's really really great it's it's a very well formatted show uh and it's hosted by a couple really funny people uh so definitely check out the bloody stream through the link tree in our description Thank you so much for listening. I'm Emily Downey. I'm John Downey. Ted Cruz. I'll fight you. Keep that button on. Huh?